episode 325 for September 2014, and Weird Al is talking about dinosaurs, so the only dinosaur I know in the Spider-Man universe starts with an S and ends with Stegron, George's favorite. This is Friday Night Fights, and if you enjoy Friday Night Fights and the podcast and the website, please support us. Head over to SpiderManCrawlspace.com, look on the right-hand side for a button that says Support This Site Via PayPal, and you can ensure more episodes and more updates to the front page happen on a regular basis. On with the fight! Hey, Carl Spacers, welcome to our September Spider-Man Fight Club. We're going back, not that far back, George, 2006 for this Yeah, this is only uh, about eight, uh, eight years ago, yeah. Yeah, the Sensational Spider-Man number 27, this is the second volume. It originally launched as Marvel Knights Spider-Man, then uh, changed names to Sensational Spider-Man. Roberto Aguirre Casacasa. Haven't said that name in a long time. How do we know that's Aguirre and not Aguirre? We don't, because uh, <laughs> he's not on. We're, we're, we'll ask him if he ever comes on. And Angel, Angel uh, or Angel Medina on pencils, and Clayton Crane on the cover art. Tell me about this one. Why, why is this a Spider-Man fight? All right. Well, this was uh, the last part of a five-parter called Feral. Right. That ran through uh, Sensational Spider-Man Volume 2, which had been, I think, Marvel Knights Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was the last part of a story. Do you remember much of this story? Yeah, they're they're turning the uh, the animal creatures a little bit more feral. The spider and the cat and the puma and, New, and the lizard. New York is going slowly, kind of crazy. Yep, and more than usual. Yeah, more than usual, and people really don't understand. At one point in this thing, uh, Mary Jane was even coming up behind Aunt May with a knife. Yeah, and wow. and then Aunt May was like, "What are you doing with a knife?" And Aunt May and Mary Jane was like, "I don't know." Uh, why I have a knife and I'm coming up behind you. I have no idea. Um, but in uh, the first four parts of this, you saw the lizard go crazy, vermin go crazy, man-wolf go crazy. So if you were animal-related, you were going crazy. Yeah. Uh, black cat went crazy fighting lizard. You had a whole lot of crazy, a whole lot of crazy going around. Had you seen Stegron up to this issue? Yeah, he was in the la- he okay. was revealed on the last page of the uh, twenty six. Yeah, when Spider Man is okay. trying you know trying to trace down the uh, the source of the crazy, sure enough, he comes up you know and he sees Stegron. I think it was in a museum, and <clears throat> there's raptors running out of the building and right. <laughs> giant insects flying around in the sky. And if you're a new listener to the podcast, Stegron is one of your favorite villains. He's he's a B-list villain that you think should be up at the I'm top. Not, I'm sorry, he's a what? He's <laughs> I missed that part. You, well, you you think he should be in uh, on the same level as Green Goblin? And think he and, think he should be? You think he is? I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Look, but he's one of your favorites. We can agree on that. The fact that people, everyone likes an underdog. Yeah. The fact that. More people don't recognize the genius of Stegron. It isn't a problem of Stegron's. It's a problem of a whole lot of other people. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I, I was talking about this uh, with a kid at the comic shop, you know, who I was trying to explain uh, to, you know, about the Stegron, you know, uh, until uh, his mom pulled him away from me. What uh, <laughs> was that? Uh, yeah. Why is this mommy get the bad man? Mommy, he's talking about dinosaurs. They're orange. <laughs> was that? I, I told him. I said, you know, it's okay 
it's okay to to not like Stegron because Stegron likes you. <laughs> and by like, I mean he thinks you're you're a hairless ape and that you should die to make way for a new reptilian master race. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. He, you know what? What what would the world be like if an Amazing Spider-Man number six is that the first appearance of the Lizard? Uh, I think so. Yeah. What would the world be like if Stegron was introduced instead of the Lizard? I uh, guess we'd have a lot more dinosaur stuff. Yeah, we'd have an Amazing Spider-Man movie with Stegron. We, I, I just think Stegron suffers from the Lizard's shadow a lot. Uh, Stegron shed would have been different. <laughs> uh, the yeah, shed story would have been different because uh, there wouldn't yeah. have been a kid to eat. Yeah, he probably still they probably still could have made him non-rape somebody. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't I don't know you know he, unless he had had a kid before then I don't believe uh, there would have been a kid to eat. Yeah, it would have eliminated shed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, and you would have seen Stagman penciled by Ditko. Uh, I. Wonder what that would have been like. <laughs> That'd be freaky. Yeah, but go, go ahead. I'm just I'm just doing a what if over here. All right, so I'm just you know I'm just uh, giving a little context here to what's going on. So basically, Spider-Man figures out, and this is and this is a Spider-Man. You know, we talked about uh, just a minute ago on the Satellite Podcasts about different uh, versions of Spidey or variations on Spidey that are popular. Now people like this is the Civil War Iron Spider that I hate. Yeah, I don't like this period for the character, at least costume wise. Um, I didn't like anything having to do with Spider Man in Civil War. I hated Civil War, and this costume does nothing but remind me of Civil War. <laughs> so um, here he's got the Iron Spider suit, and he's tracked down Stegron. Um, Who's the source of all the crazy? And basically, what we find out is that uh, Stegron call, stole a, a, a fallen meteor, fallen space rock called the Rock of Life from the Savage Land. Um, that goes back to uh, you know the primordial soup, you know, when life first started on Earth. Now, refresh me. Was did he define this uh, before he turned into the the dinosaur man? It's confusing. Um, yeah, because I, it, it seemed to be like a past story. Yeah, I mean, because I didn't think Stegron could change. At one point, no. I mean, at one point they're showing him as a human, and then they're showing him as a dude on, you know, like in as full Stegron on a boat, mm. you know, hiding underneath a ski suit or or snowsuit. And I'm like, I, I don't know that that gets to happen. I mean, he's still got the tail, right. you know. But um, and, and he's a, he's still a dinosaur. He doesn't really exist well in cold weather. But yeah. but whatever because comics. <laughs> but uh, Spider Man gets the first hit in here. You know, as, as soon as he, he tracks does. down the source of the crazy and realizes that uh, Stegron's space rock is giving off radiation that's making everybody go nuts. Now that's 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 a hell of a description for a story, isn't it? <laughs> Stegron's space rock is giving off radiation that's making everybody go nuts. Right, and Spidey gets a hell of a punch in. That's a good panel. It is a good panel. I mean, Spidey or Spider Man. Yeah. I mean, if if you like Spider Man hitting Stegron, I mean, yeah, I mean it's a it's a good page. Uh, if you're a Stegron fan, not so much. But uh, but yeah, he punches him through it, like through it, the museum wall and in, in, into yeah. the uh, the interior of the museum, uh, and they're really going at it. Stegron gets a good uppercut on him. Yep. And you know, while Spider Man is starting to realize 
all the different stages of the crazy that have gone on and how they're tied to Stegron now. <clears throat> and Stegron, I mean, Stegron's got, you know, he's full on rage. He's got the glowing eyes and, yeah. you know, he's just, he's out for murder here. So he and Spider-Man trade some hits. Uh, eventually some, some raptors jump in trying, you know, like they've got Stegron. Jurassic back. Park style. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they jump out at Spidey and Spidey's like, did a raptor really just jump out at me? What's going on? And he webs up the raptor, and the then the the fight cuts over to um, uh, <clears throat> outside the museum. I guess they got like a park or something. And uh, I, I don't know. Maybe the Museum of Natural History is close to Central Park. I'm not aware of where it is in relation to <clears throat> parks in New York City. Um, mm-hmm. I've been to the – let me see. I've been to New York, and I've been to that library where they did Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, yeah. My cousin and I went in and took pictures, and you actually we actually had to sign a, a release form in triplicate just to take one picture. That was nuts, <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, I'm I'm segueing. Mm-hmm. But Venom and uh, or Vermin, pardon me, not Venom. Vermin and the Lizard are fighting in the park, and of course, this is crazy Vermin and crazy Lizard. They're being driven mad by the radiation from Stegron Space Rock. And uh, up in a tree, you've got Black Cat and Puma. I always liked Black Cat and Puma together. You did? I always, I always thought that they they were more of a natural fit than Spider-Man and Black Cat. Okay. And, and I always enjoy, I, I was, I just like, I've always liked Puma, period. I did too. I always thought he was a really cool character, and, and especially the stuff that they did with him, uh, with Tom DeFalco and uh, Ron French back in the day. Yeah. I always liked those stories. But, um, so they decided to split up... Um, Puma takes on Vermin. Uh, Black Cat goes round two with the Lizard. This is actually the second time she's fought him, and she winds up kicking his ass. Which <clears throat> seems odd, but yeah, she does, doesn't she? <laughs> Pretty hard. Well, I mean, you know, she's – well, I don't know if she had her bad luck powers at this point. Did she? Who knows? I mean, if she had them, she had them but then she lost them. Did she – had she gotten them back? I think I think in Brand New Day, she got them back. Okay, well, this is before Brand New Day, so. Right, this is 06, so. Uh, but, you know, she winds up throwing him into a tree and knocking him just right the hell out. In, in fact, she, she does it so well, she thinks he may, she may have killed him at first. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, so they've subdued the other two, and you shift back to the museum where Spider-Man finds somebody, some someone who's worked in the museum, and he's, you know, he's devolved into, like, some kind of weird primordial man-ape, <laughs> you know, inside, the, inside yeah. there. And so Spidey webs him up, tries to keep him under guard, just in time. To get, I don't, I, I don't want to say bitch slap, but but yeah, bitch slap, tail slap by Stegron's like tail, which we have always said is Spider Man's Achilles heel. This is a hell of a punch too. The whack yeah. is the sound effect. Yeah, yes. and, and Spider Man can fight Stegron. Spider Man has no answer at all for Stegron's tail. He no. never has. The tail always gets him. <laughs> the tail is mighty. Respect the tail, Brad. <laughs> respect the tail is what I'm saying. Hashtag respect, respect the, tail, the tail. Yes. Yeah. Um. So the two of them are they continue facing off. Stegron's getting progressively nuttier, and then Reed Richards uh, calls Spider-Man. Apparently, there's a phone inside the Iron Spider suit. Yeah, like Tony does. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I I hate that suit. <laughs> I don't mind. Um, the suit. But while he's talking to Reed, Reed's trying to tell him. Look, Stegron's a symptom. He's not He's not the cause of what's going on here. Something's causing all this, and so you need to ignore Stegron uh, and go after the source of all this. And, you know, this is this is while Spider-Man, you know, is trying not to get killed by Stegron's tail, which is <laughs> mighty. 
Yeah. You know. So he starts going to the museum, and then he activates the suit's chameleon circuits, which switch him, uh, makes him, in, make him, you know, basically either translucent or invisible. So he's harder to spot. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, Stegron's having a hard time finding him inside the museum. But I guess dinosaurs don't have good smell, do they? Um, well, you know, reptiles smell with their tongues. Yeah, yeah. They, they basically they taste the air with their tongues, and then that's how they kind of smell. Um, dinosaurs. There's even a caption that says, luckily dinosaurs have had whatever notoriously bad senses. Yeah, and dinosaurs yeah. had you know, good visual acuity. Uh, they could see well, um, or they could track movement in different ways, but not – yeah, they didn't really smell the way that you know, mammals do, like a dog does. Right, or a snake. Right. Um, yeah, a snake does the same thing. A snake tastes the air with its tongue. Yeah. Um, so – He's going to the museum trying to find the source of, of all this nuttiness while he's trying to escape. While, or let me put it this way: while Spider-Man's cowering in fear, yeah, he's he's invisible. He's he's worried he's going to get his ass. Yeah, he's worried he's going to get his ass whooped by Stegron. Now let's face it: Stegron can whoop his ass. At one point, what? Uh, <laughs> there are people listening to this podcast going, "What? Is, what are they smoking?" <laughs> what are they on about? We're 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 uh, affected by the radioactive rock. No, is it? I, if I remember correctly, one panel, Spider-Man's shocked that Stegron's kicking his ass so much. Yeah, he is. He's like, dude, yeah. this is Stegron. Yeah, why is he kicking? And my I'm ass so and much? I'm reading this, going, you're a fool, right. because it's Stegron. You've always underestimated his greatness and his might. There's another panel in the book that made me uh, just kind of took me out of it a little bit. Well, I, it was kind of funny, but it. it it uh, where Reed Richards and Sue are talking to um, Spider-Man, and Spider-Man's not really listening to the, the two of them. And, and uh, Sue has a caption that goes, "These loner superheroes, all they do is ask questions." <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. But the, with the amount of teams Spider-Man is yeah, on now, and Sue's kind of yeah, she's kind of face palming. She is face palming. You know. She's like, "Why was this loner?" Yeah, and uh, so basically, Reed tells him, "Look, you're right on top of the source. It's somewhere around there." So yeah. Spider-Man jumps out, finds the Stegron space rock that's putting off the uh, low-level radiation that's driving everybody crazy. And he uses the suit. Somehow the suit, the metal from the suit, warps off of him and onto the space Liquid rock metal. Yeah. and restricts it from emanating any sort of radiation. So he's encased it in like this metal cocoon, which means that his chest is now bare. You know, it's like I guess the metal from his suit went to the rock and you know off of him, and um, and then Stegron. I mean, Stegron's going berserk at this point. He's yeah. busting through the wall. He's you know, I mean, he's out for murder. Out comes the tail, you know, which Spider-Man barely barely evades because if it would have connected, that Spider-Man story ends there. <laughs> that's that. That's the end of Spider-Man. You know, there would have been a, yeah. there wouldn't have had to have been a one more day, or had to have been there wouldn't have been a one more day. Nothing, you know, the spider saga ends there, had that tail connected, basically. <laughs> and Stegron's clutching the uh, the space rock like it's an egg, you know. And he's like, oh, this was my gift to the world. Because no one understands the genius of Stegron and, and the nobleness of, of Stegron's of, – of his vision, Brad, of what he wants to give back to the world. He wants the dinosaurs to rule. He wants the dinosaurs to rule. He, that, that's all. I mean, he just wants a world for his people. It's not much, you know. He just wants the way it was back in the day. I wish. <laughs> I wish there's a different, you know, 
timeline. There were. The, I wish I longed for a set of circumstances where I could have written for Marvel because I would. I, I would so. I would give Stegron so many levels and badass <laughs> that I, I mean, it, you know, it would it would it would take teams of people to beat him. To, so Stegron's cowering in the floor, clutching the 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 rock, and Spider Man kind of sneaks up behind him. It's not very cool. Yeah, Spider Man. Yeah, while well, well, Stegron's, you know, and let's face it, right now, Stegron's playing a metal game. Yeah, I mean, it's not really reflected in the narration, but but uh, Stegron, because his his intellect is so superior, and and his guile is just you know out of Spider Man's league, frankly. Um, you know, he's acting there like he's all you know. Poor and defenseless. When really, at any second, he could kill Spider-Man because he's Stegron. He's half man. He's half dinosaur. Half dinosaur, Brad. I hear you. And um, and then Spider-Man, yeah, Spider-Man kind of sucker punches him. He does. It's a hell of a punch. Like he flips. Yeah, I mean he flips. But, yeah. but I maintain, Brad, that Stegron knew Spider-Man would do this. Why do you say that? And that Spider-Man would 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 stop himself. I think this was all part of Stegron's plan. You know, because, I mean, Stegron's not going to sit there and beg for his life and plead. I mean, which is what he does here, because it's, it's part of his plot. Mm-hmm. You know, which at this point is to just get away alive. And, you know, so Spider-Man, out comes the little claw things that he's got, I guess, on the Iron Spider costume again, which mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't necessarily like. And Spider-Man's about ready to make some dinosaur, you know, some dinosaur. He's trash talking yeah, pretty good. He is. He's really trash talking. I mean, he's like, you know. And he he got a bunch of cojones suddenly. Spiders rule the world, and yada yada. I mean, yeah. he's really just talking like, you know. It's not mammals or reptiles that rule the world. It's spiders. It's spiders, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then so. Don't don't forget the line where he really insults him. Do you see the line? I I could, you know, cripple oh, you for no, life. I could cripple you for life, and you know, I could blame. You know the asteroid, the space rock, the radiation. No one would even, not even Jameson would, uh, you know, would 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 call me out on it. Everybody would praise me for it. Yeah, I just thought that was a hell of a trash talking to the guy. Well, it was, but again, this is part of Stegron's plan. Okay. Because at this point, Stegron's plan is, you know, the rock is safe, and I can I can reconnect with the rock at some other time. I'll let them apprehend me this time, so that I can plot my next move. Um, so I'm just for now. I'm not going to rise up and kick everyone's ass and kill everybody. Yeah. That's that's all part of his plan. And you're you're like sure it is, George. That's, <laughs> that's what's going on. But I'm telling you, what's going on in this in this man's mind, this mastermind. This guy's like Batman. Stegron's like Batman. He's thinking three four moves ahead, Brad. <laughs> you know. So um, yeah, that's how it ends. Uh, he's reaching for the egg, and Spider-Man steps on his hand again. Part of Stegron's plan. Uh, and uh, everything wraps up. Uh, Reed and Sue tuck the uh, space rock away uh, somewhere. We don't know. Stegron will find it again someday. Um, you you see uh, the thing uh, letting Manwolf out of uh, whatever it was that they were holding him in after he'd gone nuts. Right. Uh, what to the Black Cat and then Puma do? Black, yeah. Black Cat and Puma, which I'm sure you enjoyed that line. The, the cats enjoy a late night saucer of milk. Yeah, they do, baby. <laughs> and then uh, it looks like Venom's in, in jail or something, and they're uh, he's about to eat a rat. Yeah, what did I say, Venom? Venom. Oh, yeah. I'd say it's It's late. Right. I'm an old man. <laughs> and then you, and then you see Doctor. Oh God! At the very I know bottom, that last page. Doctor <laughs> Billy. 
Doc Cotters and Billy, they're off to yeah. go see a show. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, and, 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 you know, it'll just be a few years when you on-rape someone and, and then eat him. And then Peter and Mary Jane are embracing. Yeah, and this is, uh, this was, uh, oh, about, I guess about a year and a half before Quesada wrecked everything. <laughs> you know, and fixed what wasn't broken. And, uh, so let's break the fight down. Uh, it was, it was like even-even, wasn't it? Um, well, I mean, clearly, clearly Stegron won. Okay. I, I think we clearly have to give Stegron the win. I understand. Hey, it's, he w- lost at the end. It's, I think Spider-Man it was part of his plan. Oh. <laughs> you see. You're reading into it, son. No, I'm not. I, I'm not reading into this at all. So you and I are disagreeing on who won the fight now. <laughs> I'm using logic. Uh, I don't, using, I don't, was it I don't know what it is. I guess you're using that magic that made you think that that old man in the picture was Steve Vitko. <laughs> one night. But I'm using what I know of Stegron. I mean, is is there any, you know, out there, is there any other Stegron, you know, someone more versed in Stegron than I? Uh, no, I don't know that, but... Uh... Okay, then. <laughs> Dude, so, do I... Stegron lost to win later. Oh, yeah, this huh? is Fight Club. Do I come down to your news station and say, Brad, this is how you should do the news? I know this you've been doing it for this way for, you know, close to 20 years now, but but here's how you should do it. Do I do, I okay. do that to you? No, you do not. You do this is, this is okay. why I'm telling you. Stegron won this fight, according to George. I, I can see where some people would think that Spider-Man won this fight. Okay. And I'm not going to begrudge them that. That's fine. Well, thank you. But, uh, but really, Stegron, uh, this was part of his plan to get him to what will eventually happen at some point down the road where he takes over the Earth and, um, and probably kills everybody. Then the show will be called uh, Stegron Fight Club. No, it'll just—I mean, Earth Six One Six will be the Stegron verse, <laughs> and, and anyone who's left over will be a dinosaur version of themselves. All right then. So the Hulk <laughs> will probably be a giant T Rex, but he'll work for Stegron because Stegron will be the overlord of everybody. <laughs> on that note, that's a wrap on Fight Club. <laughs> Until next month. <laughs> but no, I mean, if you get a chance, uh, actually go and read this arc. This this arc was. Uh, it was a good story by uh, Aguirre Sacasa yeah. and, um, and Angel Medina, and uh, I, I think – I don't know. I think some of this stuff gets forgotten. Forgotten? For, forgetting yeah. forgotten? Some of this you stuff know, gets another, overlooked. You know, another thing that gets forgetting <laughs> is uh, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa at this time was also writing uh, The Fantastic Four. He was writing Marvel Knights 4. And that book, no one ever talks about. But when he was on it, it was good. It was really good. I liked. I, I, he's a great writer. Well, stuff, I, I, I think stuff like this was getting overshadowed by Civil War. It was, and and I, it makes me miss a B Spider-Man book. You know, like the like the Spectacular Spider-Man or this book. It makes me miss a, a B book. I, I mean, Batman has Batman and Robin has Detective, etc. Spider-Man has Amazing twice a month, and then you've got uh, Spider 2099 and and uh, Miles. But I miss it. Uh, I miss the sensational or the spectacular. I think it's time for that to come back. What do you think? Yeah, I, I would agree. And um, because maybe because I'm tired of slot Spider-Man. <laughs> that, that's a big part of it. Well, I mean, you know, we, yeah. we've got that though in a way. We've, I mean, it's not with Peter, but it's you know, we've got it with Spidey 2099. 
That's like my refuge title. <laughs> That's right. I know. It's, it's kind of like in the 90s when I read <laughs> Untold Tales during the Clone Saga. I'm like, oh, at least I got this book with Spider-Man in it. That's not you know things are going bad for for yeah. Spider-Man's you know little pocket of the Marvel Universe. When you look at other books away from ASM and, and, and think of those as refuge books. This is this is my happy place. Spidey twenty nine right now. <laughs> Spidey twenty ninety nine is my happy place right now. Right. You know? All right. Cool. But uh, yeah. you know, I, you know, this was. In fact, you remember who who took over when uh, when Aguirre Sacasa left? Uh, do not remember. Speaking of twenty ninety nine, was Peter David. Did Peter David take over that book? He did for uh, I think. Oh, did it turn into Friendly Neighborhood? No, when it turned uh, on issue forty. No, wait, no, that wasn't that wasn't here. You're right, oh. that was still acquired Sakasa. No, I, I'm yeah. thinking something completely different. You're right, and I'm an asshole for saying it, Brad. It's all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. On that note. <laughs> <laughs>